You're listening to Don's Cast, an unofficial fan podcast about the greatest Australian football team, the Essendon Bombers. My name is Jamie. And I'm Nick. And mate, it wasn't pretty again, uh, but we got that most important win and at the end of the round, we were in the eight. That's it, mate. Uh, we won ugly and geez, it was a... Uh... It was hard to watch that one, um, certainly that first half as, at least. Um, but, you know, we got the chocolates in the end and very happy to have them, especially against North. Um, so, yeah, all's, all's looking up. Um, yeah, and certainly being in the eight after, what, 17 rounds or so, that's a pretty good effort. So, um, yeah, very happy to have, have got the win and, uh, yeah, looking forward to the game against the Giants coming up. Yeah, and uh, I guess if Robert Shaw was listening, he'd say, I told you, boys. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> not just development, but um, as I said, there's still a little while to go uh, to cement that spot. But uh, yeah, I think we've all got to say we've been really uh, blown away with the performances. And and let's be honest, mate, it's not like we've set the world on fire, but mm. for, a t- for a side that was told it was rubbish and, uh, you know, uh, someone posted today, mate, on Twitter that, uh, early in the year, um, Harold Sun was saying which side would be finishing on the bottom of the ladder, and Essendon were mentioned. So, um, yeah, all credit has to go to the truck and the coaching group and and the players mm. for getting the most out of themselves. And we've had a lot of injuries, I reckon, more than what we could have even anticipate. And yeah, we've uh, done a good job. And there's some pleasing news in the, uh, you know, with some returning players soon, mate. They're, they're even talking about Dylan Shield potentially being available in the next week or two. Yeah, that'll be um, that'll be fantastic. And you know, going back to Robert Shaw's comments, um, you yeah, know, absolutely, he's probably having a good chuckle to himself right now. But you know, I guess like the um, you know the girl out of the old El Paso ad, why can't we have both? Because uh, mm-hmm. it's been a uh, development year, and to get in the eight, that's a, a pretty good effort. I still think our uh, like our performances won't stack up. Um, in the finals, like certainly against the better sides, because we found any top four side we beat, the the gulf between our ability to play all four quarters and theirs is, uh, yeah, there's a there's fair bit to go, but uh, gee, there's a lot to like already, mate, and um, yeah, potentially with some returning stars uh, coming back, you know, whether it's a shield in, you know, in a couple of weeks or you know even a um, yeah, potentially uh, you know Caldwell. Uh, very late in the season, it might be like it might be a late run for it. Um, obviously, uh, Francis to come back. Uh, hopefully, he comes back soon to the side. I'm sure the boys are all love him around. So there's plenty of um, plenty of talent to to come back in, and I guess that's the most pleasing thing. As you say, like we haven't done it uh, in the most uh, classy fashion. We've had to win ugly sometimes, but um, I reckon that's really character building because. Um, Things aren't always going to go your way during a, a game of, of footy, and certainly throughout the season. And uh, I think the boys, you know, they've they've had to travel all over the the country. Uh, you know, what is it? We've spent, I think it's eight weeks or something in Melbourne. Um, you were saying previously, Jamie, and uh, the rest of them, we've been on the road and uh, against some some quite good opposition, and we've done bloody well to get this far. So. Um, Look, whatever we get out of this season, whether we get into the eight or not, um, yeah, full credit to, to Truck, the coaching team, and obviously the players uh, because they've they've obviously built this um, new culture. They've uh, stuck to their structures, and uh, yeah, it's all gone uh, very positively. Yeah, and uh, Truck wanted to bring a bit more blue collar 
effort to the Bombers. And I think we've seen that, you know, we're mm. we not as predictable like that we don't, if we don't get our own way, we're, we're rubbish. Um, yep. We've seen us learn through that or tried to work our way through that. And, yeah, sometimes it, it means some ugly football, but it keeps the game tighter. Um, and I think in the past, if we like the kid with the cricket bat mode, if it didn't go our way, we spat it and went home. So, um, yeah, definitely a lot more, uh, you know, uh, effort there, um, particularly when things aren't going um, to plan. Yeah, and I think that's been the most pleasing thing for, for most of us Bomber supporters in that, um, like, the like for basically most games, like you'd have to say there's been four quarters of effort. Our disposal is still pretty rubbish. Our entries inside 50 are still pretty woeful, uh, if we're all honest. But um, the, the effort's been there, that whether it's the tackling pressure, whether it's, um, I know, just our ability to run out, run out games. Um, that's been like really pleasing. And we're not always relying on, on the same players. Like, yes, we've obviously got star players doing well, but the load spread a lot more evenly. Uh, obviously, you've got you know Ridley down back. You've got Laverde really standing up down there. Uh, Stewart's developing. You know, in the middle, you've obviously got uh, Parish and Merritt who are having outstanding years. But now we're starting to get some guys coming through, like Draper uh, has got you know, a few games this season where you can just see the the promise he's bringing into the side. Uh, down forward, obviously, you've got Jakey Stringer. Uh, Peter Wright stood up for a couple of games. Um, no, things aren't perfect. Yes, we've got a lot of development, but uh, geez, like when you're seeing good signs, like a uh, Archie Perkins, I thought he had a really solid game of the weekend. Uh, yeah, Nick Cox. Um, you know, there's so much uh, promise and yeah, a lot of development in this uh, in this young team. So the fact that we're able to spread the load a lot more, uh, the fact that we're able to you know put four quarters into games, um, it's all uh, going absolutely outstanding. And yeah. It really speaks to that blue collar culture that uh, you know you, you're not going to win games off talent alone, and you've really got to work at it. And I think they're doing absolutely that. So yeah, full credit to um, yeah the whole of the Essendon Football Club. And now we've got our seventh debutant, uh, Sam Durham. And I've got to say, I was really impressed with him. Like uh, only time I kind of cringed was when he missed that goal, mate, from <laughs> 15 metres out straight in front. Yep. Um, at a real timely time, we really needed one. But um, if that's the worst thing that I had to put up with, I, I, yeah, you could see his effort, mate. He was running yeah. hard all day, mm. um, even when some of our players looked like, you know, and it was well picked up on the commentary that mm. few few of us were jogging, you know, whether the heat was, yeah, I know it was only 21 degrees, but there's a different kind of heat up there compared to Melbourne. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it would take some transition. But, yeah, Durham, whether it was that, uh, you know, the uh, good feeling of having his first footy game. He was running as hard as possible, mate. And, uh, mm. yeah, I just think, yeah, he, he kicked the ball pretty well, apart from that kick for uh, goal. Um, <laughs> everywhere else, he, he looked really good. And, yeah, I think we found another one, mate. Yeah, look, if he brings that sort of tenaciousness and, um, you know, ability to uh, sort of run through the lines and go for his tackles, like he'll, he'll be a uh, really good addition to the side, you um, you can sort of see why uh, both the Tigers and uh, the Bombers obviously um, had big raps on him. Um, and he, like, my favourite thing is he's just sound, such a down to earth bloke. Like, um, yeah, obviously giving props to the, uh, everyone in Seymour for supporting his journey along and 
Um, that's just fantastic to see the bloke get his first game of AFL footy and really uh, make the most of it. And, you know, took a couple of big grabs, a couple of big tackles. Um, obviously, that play in the wing there where, um, I don't know, he seemed to deliver the ball beautifully. He's got a big kick on him, um, which is fantastic to see. So, yeah, there's a lot to like about young Durham. And, um, yeah, looking forward to many more games like that, mate. Yeah, now we're on Jake Stringer watch, mate. Um, we we're told by Josh Marnie that uh, talks are a long way down the track. And, uh, you know, I know that every time I go on Twitter, I'm waiting for that feed, yeah, that news to drop <laughs> uh, to see Jake Stringer sign up. And, gee, uh, he's been so important to us, mate. Um, in that game, I truly believe if he didn't play, we wouldn't have won that game. Yep. Uh, yeah, I agree with that, mate. Um there were long periods of the game where he didn't really feature that much, but geez, what, like he is a, a true burst player, uh, impact player. Cause when he, um, you know, tacked the ball under his arm and said, bugger this, I'm going for it. Uh, you really noticed it. And certainly a kick four at the end of the day, like four really important goals, uh, really important times. Um, you can just see the, what an important player he is for us. So, uh, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I guess it's one of those things where he's he's pulled out his best footy right at contract time. So um, yeah, I'm sure Adrian Duroy has got his uh, got his hands full there. But look, um, let's hope they uh, they come to terms and get it signed because it sounds like Jake's happy at the football club. The football club's obviously happy with him. So uh, let's get it done and uh, yeah, just uh, just look up from here. Yeah, now. Um... We've just had news that our game for next week has changed, at least the uh, time of the game. We were supposed to play, I think, 4.35 on Saturday. That's now been changed to Sunday to be classified. So uh, we still haven't been given the, all the details on the venue. We do know the opponent. It is GWS who uh, dropped the game, mate. They look like they were in a commanding lead against the Swans. Um mm-hmm. And then dropped it, and they've got a few injury problems themselves. So, um, yeah, it looks like that that game will be up in Queensland, unfortunately. Uh, just when we thought we we're going to have a run of games uh, at home, mm-hmm. uh, COVID dropped in again. Uh, so, yeah, we we won't know all the details yet, but um, yeah, every likelihood that we'll be playing probably at Metricon again, mate. And um, yeah, it looks like GWS on a Sunday. Yeah, well, uh, it's probably, I guess, neutral territory for, for both sides. Um, and, uh, you know, I guess as much of it's a shame that, uh, you know, not able to play down in Melbourne for extended period as uh, the club and all, most of our supporters had planned. Um, at least it does give our Queensland supporters plenty of opportunity to see the boys. And uh, obviously there was a good turnout from the Bomber faithful uh, against... Uh, the ruse, so um, yeah, I'm sure we'll get plenty, plenty of red and black jumpers down there. But uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how we go. Like, obviously, with Toby Green out and a couple of others, they're they're very gettable at the moment. And uh, yeah, that's certainly a win we're gonna we're gonna need because we we can't really drop uh, many at this stage of the season. Uh, if we do have finals aspirations, we uh, we're only just in the eight, so. Uh, yeah, if we want to stay in there, this one will be an important one for us. Uh, particularly when you look across the round and and see who um, you know other teams have got coming up. 
um, because this could really be a, an important round for us. I mean, you look at um, players like teams around the mark, so Richmond have got Geelong, um, very tough game. So you'd imagine, uh, you know, Geelong should get up there. Frio, they've got Sydney, uh, and Sydney have been playing uh, some pretty outstanding footy lately. Uh, St. Kilda have got West Coast, and uh, they obviously broke their drought um, the other week, so they're, they're playing pretty good. Uh, and then the other team uh, really around that mark is, is the Giants. Uh, so this could be um, you know, a bit of an eight-point game for us uh, because if GWS win, they'll leapfrog us uh, straight into the eight. So, uh, yeah, very, very important four points up for grabs. So let's hope that uh, yeah, we, we come to it with all guns blazing and come away with the chocolates, mate. Yeah, that's right. Well, um, why don't we get into the game now, mate? Um, you know, we we mentioned it was, wasn't the prettiest of games and uh, things looked wrong pretty much from the onset, mate, because, uh, you know, it just looked like we were, you know, very fumbly and, um, yeah, just going through the motions. North looked a little bit more uh, ready to go. Yeah, they did. I mean, that first tap looked beautiful, like Draper straight down to Stringer and you thought, here we go, but... As you say, mate, it was very, very rough from there. Um, you know, there was a a poor kick uh, from Redmond to Laverde, um, which just went way over Laverde's head. Uh, and Northwood just able to grab it, move it straight into their forward line. And Bailey Scott was able to mark uncontested in their 50 uh, to kick through their first goal. Yeah, that's right. And um, it was just a skill error. Uh, you know, just over... Overcooked the kick, mate, and um, yeah, you thought, well, we're going to tidy that up. You know, you don't, you don't want to be doing that, and that's when you start to think, uh, probably give Ridley the kick out, uh, Redmond. <laughs> you know, like we know Redmond can be a good kick himself, but uh, yeah, like when you see an error, you always, uh, you know, you're always thinking of the hypothetical ones. If Ridley was kicking that, that probably would have gone <laughs> to where it was intended. Uh, but it wasn't long after that, and then uh, Nick Larkey. He would add the ruse second. Yeah, he wouldn't. It was just, um, it was unfortunate. Stewart uh, got lucky high just at the top of the goal square there. So he was always going to uh, kick that one. Uh, we got the next clearance though, and it looked good all the way up until the entry to the forward line where we just kicked it to no one and uh, North were able to take it out. No worries. And that's obviously that disappointing um, continuing of the, the poor inside 50 entries. But fortunately, um, as we went inside 50 again, Wright was paid a free as Tarrant was uh, basically right in his face, not even bothering to look at the footy. And uh, two-metre Peter was given the free and went back to kick the goal. And yeah, a nice kick too. And, uh, you know, Peter Wright, he's, uh, he's a bit of an unassuming player at times, mate. He doesn't look that physical and so forth. But, you know, He's a pretty reliable kick for goal and, you know, mm. we needed to settle there and uh, it was great to see him follow through there. And, you know, pretty much not long after that, we saw Guelphy, you know, do that nice snap. Yeah, it was beautiful. Like Stringer, you know, he got that clearance and pumped it inside 50 uh, and Wright did some great work there. He was able to crumb the pill and pass it to Waterman who passed it out to Guelphy and, yeah, he snapped through an absolute ripper and you thought, oh, here we go. We're, we're back on track. Yeah. And like much needed because um, you just felt that North were starting to gain some confidence 
uh, after kicking those first two and you know, to reply was pleasing and uh, they missed the opportunity through Goldstein but mm. uh, you know, when we kick when Archie Perkins uh, shrugged the hips mate and kicked the beauty uh, then we went um, we kicked three goals pretty quickly yeah no it was it was uh, just great work you know with Snelling picking up the ball after Cutler's kick was smothered um, and getting in the square there. Uh, with Perkins able to crumb, just uh, fantastic work. Uh, so, yeah, we'll, we're back in front, and I thought, oh, oh, we've, we've righted the ship here. Uh, but then, uh, you know, there was a missed shot for, for the ruse by uh, McDonald. You know, he launched a bomb, but, uh, you know, uh, wasn't able to get it through. And then Perkins took a really nice mark on the wing, but then almost immediately turned it over with a poor kick uh, to the centre, where uh, Taron Thomas for them was able to capitalise with a roof with a goal for the Roos. Yeah, now like yeah, you know, Perkins obviously a young player, and yeah, you know, they always say like when you, when you go in inbound, like you try to go through the midfield, that's the quickest uh, route home. But unfortunately, yeah, you just overkicked it a bit and it carried over the, the bomber player and yeah that's where we saw the um the ruse capitalize on that and yeah i don't think truck will be that disappointed with it like in terms of you know perkins was trying to set up a forward attack but just goes to show if you get it minimally wrong uh it can lead to you know some major problems yeah, uh, yeah. So a couple of other missed opportunities, but then uh, Jimmy Stewart got used as a stepladder for Zerha, mate. Um, he Huge took mark. He took a really nice mark on the forward flank, and uh, sometimes you just have to, you know, hats off. Uh, that was that was great work uh, from him. But fortunately, our defence was up to the task, and um, you know, uh, stifled any opportunities they had there. Uh, and then after a while of pretty uh, ugly play. Uh, you know, Durham missed the mark right on our half-forward line. And unfortunately, North went end-to-end after that through the middle of the ground and Lazaro was able to kick the Ruse fourth goal. Yeah, and, uh, that, I guess that was the most disappointing thing to me was um, just two turnovers in a row, so costly. Mm. Um, and Durham was hit well, physically there, uh, you know, in terms of, yeah, you know, he, he did... It wasn't like he uh, shirked it. Yeah, you know, he, he said, yeah. certainly went for the mark, but he was just outbodied there. And uh, yeah, as you said, mate, they went straight home, right through the guts, and uh, uh, they they hurt us badly on the rebound there. But um, mm. yeah, it was a good good first quarter for North, and yeah, certainly had our dan- danger signs on for the Bombers. Yeah, certainly did. Um, but I mean, look. You know, after a pretty poor quarter from us, certainly in terms of pressure and, as always, our ball use, um, I thought we were pretty lucky to be only 10 points down. Uh, so we finished three goals straight 18 to North's four goals for 28. Yeah, well, you just hope that, um, you know, Truck was going to address you know, a pretty lethargic start by, the, by our boys. Um, you know, we saw we got the first entry uh, out of the – sorry, first clearance out of the centre and uh, – yeah, Kyle Hooker had a chance, but uh, he missed that one. Yeah, I mean, it was a, a brilliant, uh, yeah, a parish to shark in the tap from Goldstein uh, and a really nice kick to Hooker. But as you say, he wasn't able to uh, finish off. Um, but then our defenders mopped it up when they went down their end and Hind went for a bit of a run and he kicked it to a contest and Tipper took a huge mark on the wing. Um, 
then he delivered it deep into our 50, but I thought it really should have been paid a free at the top of the square for holding the ball by by North. Um, I forgot who the player was there. I'm not sure if it was Simpkin, but um, unfortunately that wasn't paid. Uh, but then, you know, we had plenty of the footy, but we just kept turning it over and eventually North opened us up with Thomas uh, just waltzing inside 50, handballed to Simpkin, who then handballed over the top to Larky, who was opening the goal square, and he just dabbed it through for their fifth. Yeah, and they were out to a 15-point lead, mate. Um, so, uh, you know, considering we'd kept uh, the Crows to, what was it, 21 points the week yeah. before, um, yeah, it's fair to say that it was a different game um, mm. with the with the Roos already slamming home, you know, four or five goals already. And, uh, you know, with the next uh, bit of play, mate, uh, we saw Draper take that nice mark in the forward line where he just willed himself to the footy. Mm. But, again, it's a bit of a, bit of a theme with him uh, kicking for goals, still a problem. And, yeah, uh, yeah he missed that one. Um, yeah, what did you think of that? Yeah, I mean... I think he did absolutely, as I said, uh, he did well to mark the ball. I mean, uh, yeah, Hooker sort of uh, like chucked it on the left and it was just a real floater. So um, no, it was well done from Draper to get to it and mark it. But uh, yeah, I'm sure as you know, he gets a bit more experience, a bit more composure. Uh, with these set shots, he'll get better at those. But uh, then our next four inside 50, uh, yeah, we've got another shot on goal when Cox pumped it inside, and Ham actually outbodied uh, Tarrant to take the mark, mate. Uh, yeah, yeah. Good. I thought, bloody hell, what's going on here? But uh, yeah, unfortunately, he missed. Um, but then uh, you know, Perkins got her next entry and pumped it to the top of the square, and that's where Sam Durham took a huge mark at the top of the goal square. Um, he looked absolutely buggered uh, as he went back to hit the goal, and yeah, I think that. That affected his kick in the end. Um, that probably a bit of nerves as well, as his uh, kick went straight into the post from just 15 metres out, mate. So disappointing, but, uh, you know, it was a very nice mark and I wouldn't be altogether, um, you know, disappointed, certainly not with the effort shown there. Yeah, it was a great mark. And, um, again, there was a lot higher uh, calibre players around the footy, uh, footy sorry. But, um, yeah, he just made himself, you know, went straight for the ball and took a nice mark. Um, as I said, uh, you know, maybe the expectation of him kicking the goal, maybe all those kind of thoughts are in his head and um, you know, maybe played a, played a uh, role in him missing. But as I said, uh, there was more some more positives out of his day than uh, an error. Hmm. But uh, then we saw um, the ball come out of our forward line and Dyson had to take a relieving mark. And um, it was a, a Zeri. Oh, what's his name? Yeah, Zeri. Tristan yeah. Zeri. Yeah, yeah. He just uh, you know, leaned in with the shoulder, and like, you know, he's pretty lucky not to be reported because mm. um, you know, he could have done some real damage to Hep. And you could see Heppel like grimacing in pain after that um, contact. Uh, he was given the fifty meters, and he went back and he kicked the captain's goal. Yeah, it was absolutely ripping. Like great mark, obviously, but. Uh, to kick the goal was um, was huge. It was certainly much needed. And, you know, it was great to see the boys fly the flag a bit for their captain too, uh, like a bit of a scuffle with some of the Ruse players. And um, you know, Jake they, Stringer particularly, mate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was looking to rip some, someone's head off. <laughs> he certainly was, mate. Um, yeah, I'm glad he didn't because we will certainly need him in the games ahead. But um, no, it was just great for all the boys to get around there and uh, look after their captain. And it was a much-needed steadier after a lot of missed chances and 
Uh, it seemed to really lift the side, you know, uh, when the ball went back down the ruse end, Cutler had a nice tackle off the half back and earned a free. Uh, and then we worked it up the ground and Stringer launched it from 50. Uh, and then Perkins nearly took an absolute screamer, um, but wasn't able to hold on. Uh, so we got just the behind there. And um, yeah, then there was a, a fair run of play where both sides sort of stuffed around with it uh, before we turned it over in our back half again. And unfortunately, as uh, North um, yeah, moved it up, Marnie was able to take an uncontested mark about 30 metres out and kick it through for their sixth goal of the match. Yeah, it was uh, another you know, poor try to attempt to exit the our back line. Um, and it was a turnover that you know, was very costly. And uh, I guess the frustrating thing was every time we got a goal, they'd reply. You know, apart from that, uh, at the start of the game where we kicked those three in a row, mm. uh, we'd found goals really hard to find and the ruse were just capitalising on our errors. Mm-hmm. And we had one last shot. That was through Will Snelling and that was a behind as well before the half times they were in sounded. Yeah, but I mean, that one was really disappointing because... Uh, like we we worked it really well to get there. I mean, Hebel just tried to take control. Like he swept that swept up the pill in their back fifty, and eventually um, went through for a second effort and got the ball through the center of the ground and delivered it beautifully to Waterman. And Waterman was only about thirty five meters out, maybe uh, basically straight in front, uh, and really he should have kicked it as he didn't have much of an angle, uh, but he sort of kicked it only marginally closer to Snelling. Maybe he was 25, 30 metres out. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, unfortunately, Snelling hit the post with his shot. So it's pretty disappointing. But, you know, look, we ended the half just the 10 points down, um, which, again, I thought was pretty fortunate as we played some pretty poor footy, really. Uh, and North were more accurate in the end. Uh, six goals, four, 40 to our four goals, six, 30. Yeah. And, and just on that one, mate, um, Waterman hadn't had many opportunities. Um, he's a pretty good set shot for goal. So um, you would have liked to have seen him go back and kick that one. Mm-hmm. But um, I think they mentioned it in the commentary, like Snelling had about 25 metres around him. So, yeah. um, you know, and let's face it, Snelling is probably one of our better kicks for goal as well. So um, I know Waterman's copped a bit of grief for that. You can almost understand what he was thinking, but yeah, I think when you when he doesn't get a whole heap of opportunities, I think for him he just needs to go back and kick that. But uh, yeah. uh, certainly, I wouldn't say it was the worst thing in the world that he he gave it to Snelling because, as we said, Snelling's a pretty good kick for goal as well. I think he's had very few behinds uh, compared to goals this year, so uh, it was just a skill error to to miss the goal and. Uh, it's always uh, hypothetical when you miss something, mate. Well, yeah, what would have happened if he had taken the kick? Mm. But uh, as you said, we're only 10 points down at half time. And I thought, considering how poor footy we were playing, uh, playing, we, you know, 10 points, you would have taken that. Um, and again, you just hope Truck would address it at half time. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, you know, after going to the third quarter, it was pretty scrappy play again from both sides. Uh, and then Zach Merritt. Uh, delivered it beautifully to Kale Hooker about 40 metres out uh, on a fair angle, I might add. But, you know, unfortunately, while his, uh, his kick looked good off the boot, it swayed to the right and missed for just the one behind. Um, then over the other side, you know, um, Zerha kicks it to Stevenson just outside of 50 and he popped it over the top to Larky on a pretty tight angle. 
he only got the minor score. And um, yeah, then, uh, you know, Heppel again stood up on the wing. Um, he really took the footy and, uh, you know, he got crunched as soon as he disposed of it. So, uh, you know, he got paid up the field um, and eventually Cox was able to pump the ball to the top of the goal square and Peter Wright was able to sneak out the back and crumb the ball to snap it through. Yeah, well done, two Peter. Two, what is it, two metre? <laughs> two metre Peter. <laughs> <laughs> two litre Peter, seven seater Peter. <laughs> I don't know, but um, yeah, like a, a much needed goal. Um, as you say, like Nick Cox did the old bang it to the goal square and it paid off. Uh, the Roos would get another opportunity through Larky again and he'd miss. Um, mm. So, yeah, and then it was, yeah, the next five or six minutes, mate, was pretty poor footy, I've got to say. Yeah, it was. Just going back to that Larky one, though, that, that sort of came from, you know, the Verdi took a really nice intercept mark, uh, but then kicked it horribly and totally missed Peter Wright. Um, yeah, which, uh, you know, we, they got a ball in for that and they were able to work it out. So it was, you know, skill errors were really costing us. And, you know, I'm not piling it on Lav here. I mean, he's been one of our most dependable. But, um, yeah, certainly um, I'm hoping that the club works on that as a whole. Um, yeah, and then we had a uh, yeah an opportunity through uh, Dev Smith. Um, and, again, that it's a, a real missed opportunity because Snelling kicked it beautifully to, to Dev. And he was only about 35 metres out, maybe. Um Unfortunately, he missed. Uh, Stevenson had a shot, um, and normally I'd, I'd say he'd kick those. Like he was on the run, uh, running just inside 50, and you'd think it's almost made for him, but he missed, so we're pretty fortunate. Um, you know, Tipper had a chance at goal, like he was running through, and he's only about 25 metres out, really, almost straight in front. But he missed, so uh, obviously something was in the air, mate. Uh, but then finally, uh, Hines uh, took the ball under his arm and went for a run with a couple of bounces. And after pumping it inside 50 to Waterman, Dev Smith was able to get on the end of a Guelphy handball and snap through a much-needed goal to put us in front. Yeah, he had to kick that one. Um, you know, Dev had had a pretty poor game up to that point. Um, and, yeah, that nice goal, uh, again, much needed. But again, after that... It would be the ruse that would reply, you know, after a behind by uh, Tristan Zeri. Uh, mm. He'd get another chance and he'd kick a goal. Yeah, he just uh, basically stood on the goal line and, um, yeah, was able to grab one and put it through. So North hit the front again. Uh, and then our next entry should have been a goal, but it was like no one wanted to take responsibility. You know, Ham was released and ran inside 50, but uh, he and Hooker played 1-2 and... Unfortunately, they, we just got hemmed up and, um, yeah, North were able to take it from us. Fortunately, though, uh, Redmond was able to mop it up on the flank and he kicked it beautifully inside 50 to right, about 40 metres out um, on a fair angle, uh, and he went back and kicked the goal. Well, he made that look effortless. Uh, he was just a, you know, he was kicking the ball really well, Peter Wright. And, um, I think uh, Alistair Lynch said, like, he should know the ground pretty well after spending yeah. a lot of his footy up there. But, uh, yeah, he certainly uh, looked like somebody who was playing at home, mate, because he knew he knew, he knew where to kick the ball. But then it was uh, you know, time for Jake Stringer to enter the fray. Yeah, it was uh, just great work when, you know, Redmond kicked it beautifully to Durham on the wing and 
Durham showed some nice composure to deliver nicely to Stringer. He marked it about 35 metres out and he went back and put it through and all of a sudden we were eight points up and that's how we ended the quarter, mate. Um, so eight goals, 10, 58 to North, seven goals, 8, 50. Yeah, and like just to be more than a goal up was nice because mm. that was the first time in the game I think that we got to that that far in front. And I, can, I know it's only eight points, but, uh, you know, it's always a little bit more comfortable knowing that you've got more than a goal buffer. Yep. Um, and you just hope that, you know, We've seen it start to get our, uh, our kicking a bit better at the back half of that third quarter. Mm. Um, and you just hope that we could start to put some real scoreboard pressure on them. And uh, as we saw early in the uh, last quarter, uh, enter Jake Stringer. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> mate. Um, yeah, obviously Stringer taking that mark on the wing. Um, and then when Tarrant interfered with Hooker, uh, it was paid up the field and Stringer said, I'll take that. And uh, very glad he did as he kicked it through. And uh, we just seemed much more controlled with the footy, um, which was just fantastic to see. Like, uh, And with that, you know, we were able to capitalise not long after when Heppel kicked a crafty ball forward and Guelphie tapped it beautifully to Ham, who put on the afterburners to run around to Aaron Hall and kick the goal, mate. Yeah, that was a real burst of speed. You know, um, Aaron Hall's no slouch. Um, and he had to, you know, Braden Ham had to accelerate or he would, would have been cleaned up. But, yeah, he really, you know, took a step sideways, mate, and then just burst forward. And, uh, yeah, good goal. And, you know, it was good to see him show a bit of exuberance after kicking it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so then, uh, yeah, unfortunately, um, you know, when we tried to mop up uh, down in our defence, Heppel kicked it to a three-on-one. Uh, across the face of goal, and uh, Taylor slapped it out of the out of the hands of Cutler, and he grabbed the footy and kicked through a pretty classy goal to keep North in the game. And um, yeah, we had a bit of a run there because Heppel was again pinged the next clearance for throwing the footy, um, and North were able to get it inside fifty for Larky to take yet another mark and have another set shot on goal, and he kicked it through to have them back within ten points, mate. Yeah, I was starting to get nervous again. I thought, oh. Yeah, we got out to that 20-point lead and yeah, then they, they slammed on the next two. We just need to stop the rot. You know, I didn't want to be overran. And uh, we saw Archie Perkins get a shot, but he missed. Uh, that was a behind as well. Yeah, yeah, he did. Um, but it was it was great, um, great work from Perkins. Like, he nailed McDonald in that tackle. And, you know, he was about 40 metres out on a fair angle. So, um, you know, had the shot, but... Yeah, unfortunately missed. But just prior to that, uh, there was a really good bit of play where it looked like um, North had all the momentum. Um, Zerhar grabbed the footy and was you know went for a snap at goal, uh, and that one would have really hurt us. But Durham got in the way and smothered it, uh, which was a big play because yeah, that one could have really hurt us. Um, but then uh, you know when when North tried to exit our forward half, Stringer again pressured their ball users and. Uh, Parrish was able to grab the footy, hit Guelphie with a handball, and Stringer got up and demanded the footy back uh, to then kick a ripper from about 50 metres out and have us 15 points in front with just under 10 minutes to go. Yeah, he knew Stringer was on. Um, yeah, he was willing us over the line, mate. But, you know, credit to North. They just kept coming at us, and uh, Curtis Taylor would kick a goal as well. 
Yeah, he took a mark right on the boundary in their forward pocket and his kick was immaculate, you'd have to say. Um, it went straight through to have them back within 10 points. Uh, and then when McDonald hit Zerhar about 30 metres out, straight in front for the next clearance, he kicked truly to have the ruse within one straight kick. So it was 74 to our 77 with just seven, uh, just eight minutes to go. Uh, but then Draper got the next three out of the ruck contest and kicked it into our forward 50. And Peter Wright was able to take a big grab and had a shot from around the 50 metre mark. But this time his kick was offline. And like we're in that nervous part of the time of the game. You know, you're, you're plus 25 minutes into the quarter. Um, around that mark, um, and you're only you're less than a goal in front, and you're just waiting for things to go wrong. But hmm. again, um, the man that we needed to help us was Jakey Stringer, and he did it again. Yeah, he did, mate. Uh, you know, Tipper had been quiet all day. He pressured the kicker, and uh, the ball got coughed up to Ham, like around the flank there, and he kicked it to Stringer about 40 metres out, and Stringer was good enough to take the mark and go back to kick it straight through to have our lead out to 10 points again. So it was absolutely fantastic play. And, you know, we got the next clearance with Draper trying to go for a bit of a run. But, uh, yeah, fortunately, as he was ran down, he was able to get the ball out. Um, and eventually Parrish was able to grab the foot in. Kick it inside 50 to Hooker. He took a double grab mark at full reach, um, about 45 metres out. Now, he'd had a few miss shots at goal during the game, so he never knew where this ball was going to end up. But he was up to the task on this occasion and kicked it beautifully to have it 16 points up with five minutes to go. Yeah, and uh, it felt that relief, you know. Like I think, again, uh, Essendon over the years, these are the kind of games we probably would have dropped previously, mate. You know, we just, you know, things, we really had to work our way through this one and we weren't playing great footy, but, we kind of limited the damage that uh, when we were playing playing poorly and um, to be able to still be in the game and and be able to accelerate out of the match, you know. Like the last couple of sh- shots were uh, down our end as well. We had a rush behind and then Jake Stringer had a, a missed one. But, um, yeah, like just relief, mate. That's the way I felt. And it was just really good to see that we um, won ugly. Yeah, yeah absolutely, mate. Yeah. Um... Happy to get the four points, whoever we get them. Um, so, yeah, ended up winning the game uh, by eight, 18 points there. So 13 goals, 14.92 to North, 11 goals, 8.74. Yeah, and, uh, and I think that's win number eight, mate. So, um, you, know, it's a, you know, we've got those 32 premiership points. Um, and obviously, you know, we've five games to go. We'd probably need at least well, at least three, or possibly four, to uh, retain our spot in the eight. Yeah, so, uh, you know, really, it's all on us now. Um, so uh, just got to rack up as many wins as we can uh, and starting with GWS this week because um, the task doesn't get easier from there because we've got Sydney the week after. So, um, yeah, we'll have to be up to the task and uh, it should be a good... Uh, Good tester for us. Yep. Fantastic. All right. Well, um, we'll have our first break, mate, and we'll come back with the Don's Cast Medal Votes. And 
you're listening to Don's Cast as we go through our Don's Cast medal votes. Mate, as always, it's your turn. Beautiful. All right, mate. Well, uh, going from the bottom as always, uh, I went one vote for Dyson Heppel, the captain. I thought he played a fantastic game down back, really stood up in big moments, including that huge mark we were talking about earlier, um, but through several moments of the game. And uh, I think, you know, obviously he racked up plenty of possessions, so 20 to 7 disposals down there, uh, and they're all pretty pretty hard fought um, because he actually racked up seven intercept possessions, six contested possessions, and had uh, five score involvements, which is pretty good for a backman, mate. Um, used the ball fairly well, so went at about 74%. Um, so comparatively, he's, he's doing all right there, but um, 536 metres gained. Um, and, uh, yeah, three uh, pretty important marks for us. I thought he uh, played fantastic for us. And, yeah, particularly that uh, that big mark and the goal uh, really stood out to me uh, as, like, a big moment in the game. So I went to one vote for Hep. Uh, two votes. I went for Zach Merritt. Um, yeah, he just seemed to be racking the ball up at will. So 39 disposals. Uh, a lot of those in tight. So actually only had the uh, 14 kicks over the course of the game with 25 handballs there, but used it fairly well. Actually had nine clearances, which was huge for him. Uh, three marks, three tackles, uh, 435 metres gained. Um, I think, you know, uh, North put a lot of time into into him and Parrish uh, to sort of stifle their influence, and I thought they did that fairly well, if I'm honest. But in the end, uh, Zach Merritt was still able to affect nine score involvements. Uh, which is just absolutely outstanding. I thought, you know, at, at every stage of the game, he was always seeking for a way through the opposition. I didn't think it was the most effective game, like in terms of, um, you know, he had a couple of nice kicks, but uh, just wasn't able to uh, really hurt North uh, with some of that ball use, but that came down to uh, how our forwards were structured as well. But um, no, I thought Zach Merritt had a... Outstanding game, so I went the two votes for him. Peter Wright, uh, I thought he really stood up uh, in this game, uh, so I gave him the the three votes. Like uh, to kick three goals, one um, absolutely fantastic. Uh, had twenty nine, uh, twenty disposals rather in the end. Um, but the big thing for me was uh, seven big marks, and uh, I thought he contested fairly well when he was used as that uh, sort of relief ruckman. Um, had a clearance and uh, yeah, generally uh, yeah, tried, like stayed involved in the game. Actually, had seven score involvements and eleven contested possessions. And you know, if you think back, um, you know, when we've talked about Peter Wright, you know, we've always mentioned like the one side of his game he really needs to work at is uh, that defensive and contested side of the game. So those numbers really show you he's, he's like worked a huge amount on that. Uh, potentially he was uh, just dining out on North again. He seems to like playing them, but uh, look, he, he stood up in the big moments, kicked a few very nice goals. So three votes to Peter Wright, four votes. I went for Jordan Ridley. I thought he was, um, yeah, absolutely solid again, down back for us. He's uh, he's an absolute rock down there. Had eight intercept disposals, um, uh, four contested, uh, four score involvements, which is uh, just absolutely uh, brilliant. But um, to rack up the 21 disposals with 16 kicks and to use it so well, like going at over 90% um, and taking seven big marks, um, 
I thought he was absolutely fantastic. Just his uh, his poise with the ball. Uh, there was a couple of really nice kicks. There was one particularly on the uh, back flank there where he kicked a bit of a worm burner to Snelling. I think it might have been. Uh, just showed his excellent vision and uh, just ability to uh, pick through the line. So another fantastic game from Jordan Ridley. But uh, the five votes, mate, how could you go past Jake Stringer? Uh, four goals, one. Absolutely brilliant. Stood up in the in the big moments. Um, yeah, in terms of uh, disposals, like actually down from previous weeks, only the 17, but uh, Jeezy was effective with him. Actually won five clearances, had three tackles, uh, took four marks. And um, yeah, that mark he took at about 40 metres out or so to kick his fourth goal, I think it was, um, just showed how much well, I've seen his improvement uh, in his marking. No, he's not... Uh, an outstanding mark, but uh, does seem to be um, improving quite a lot in that area. Um, but, you know, to have nine contested disposals uh, and 10 score involvements, I thought was absolutely brilliant. Um, he came out and played when we absolutely needed him. So five votes went to Jake Stringer. Uh, how about yourself, mate? How'd you read it? Yeah, well, I think it's undeniable. You had to give five to Jake Stringer and I'll join you there, mate. I think, you uh, he was the difference uh, between the two sides. Um, yeah, so fantastic game by Jake. I actually gave four votes to Darcy Parrish, mate. I, I just thought that he was, uh, again, really good at the cold face. You know, ran that ball, got a number of clearances. Um, yeah, look, his kicking can be up and down, but, you know, he, he had a, a number of score involvements from sharking the ball out of the uh, rough contests and then, um, you know, sending the ball forward. Yeah. Uh, you know, he he uh, had 17 kicks and 17 handballs, so you know, he split them nicely. Um, you know, the six marks and also the six tackles. So he's doing the defensive side of the game as well, mate. So, you know, I gave Parrish four. I gave Merritt three. Um, yes, look, I'm probably going, siding with the people who had a lot of the footy. And, um, you know, again, uh, when you look at Zach Merritt, he... He had a, uh, was it 39 disposals, was it, mate? Um, with 14 kicks and 25 handballs. So mm. <laughs> that's a lot of handballs. Um, uh, that goes to show North put a lot of work into him to try and keep him off his leg, uh, you know, from kicking it. But, um, yeah, I just think he he just makes uh, the opposition worry. And, you know, and that probably creates uh, opportunities for outer midfielders. And you know, I'm sure Darcy Parrish is thankful Zach Merritt's in the side. Um mm. But, uh, yeah, those guys really had a lot of the footy. Yeah, they could have been more damaging. But, uh, yeah, I think, yeah, we really needed their input. I actually gave two votes to Jordan Ridley. Again, mate, he held up back, down backs uh, really well. Um, He's our most reliable kick down there. And, um, you know, he's, as we've kind of been mentioning nearly every week, mate, he, he had that lull patch after coming back from the concussion. But... Yeah, his back half of this season so far has been yeah really good, and um, yeah, he's a, he's a much much loved player um, of mine. Yeah, I really like watching him play. Um, and I gave the one vote to Peter Wright, who um, obviously, as you said, mate, kicked the three goals. Um, and yes, he was much more involved. It wasn't just you know, those three goals. He, he actually did a lot of stuff around the ground. Um, and for a big man, he's quite agile, you know. So. Um, yeah, that's how I saw it, mate. Um, and yeah, maybe I waited a little bit more for the players who found the footy. But um, 
yeah, very interesting. Uh, yeah, it would be interesting to see where we're at with the voting, you know. Yeah, beautiful. So uh, let's go through that now. So if we uh, tally them all up, so um, sitting down the bottom, uh, we've got two votes each to Snelling, Sheil and Stewart, three votes to Phillips, five each to Francis, Jones and Cox, six each to uh, Draper and Peter Wright, 13 votes to Redmond, 14 to Perkins, 15 votes each to Langford and Hooker, Tipper's on 18, Hebel on 20, Laverde on 23, McGrath on 26, Stringer on 36, Hind on 53, Ridley on 65, Parrish on 86, and out in front is Zach Merritt on 90 Donscast medal votes. Yeah, well, it's uh, getting pretty tight up there, those two midfielders, mate, um, hmm. stealing votes off each other. Um, and... Like I said, uh, you know, five games to go. Um, yeah, there's, there's been a little bit of movement. Um, yeah, but they've been back and forth, haven't they, at the top there? Certainly have, mate. It's uh, no, it's it's fantastic to see that you know if you shut down one and the other one's going to get out. And you know, in this occasion, they they tried to stifle both their influence, but they were still able to rack up plenty of the footy. Yes, their uh, influence was. Uh, minimised to a degree, but um, geez, they still did uh, a lot of the the engine work in there. So uh, no, both gone fantastically, and uh, it's good to see a, a nice spread of uh, players getting votes. Yeah, for sure. All right, mate. Well, uh, let's have another break, um, and we'll come back with our by the numbers segment. And you're listening to Don's Cast. Uh, it's time to go by the numbers. And, mate, uh, with no Andy McGrath, we always start at the moment with Sam Draper. Yeah, I thought he um, yeah, he didn't have an outstanding game, but I thought it was another good game for his development. Um, I think he got pretty fairly beaten by Goldstein. And, you know, obviously Goldstein's a premier ruckman of the competition. Uh, so no, uh, no lowering of the colours there. But... Um, you know, ended up racking up the eight disposals, had uh, 19 hitouts, um, a couple of big marks, which is excellent to see. Um, but certainly, uh, you know, his kicking obviously needs a bit of work, but you can still see the raw talent with Draper. Like his, uh, his burst of speed is something to see. Um, but it's just, you know, he's a bit of a deer in the headlights sometimes. He just doesn't know what to do with it. So, uh, no, I thought he uh, had a um, – it was a good game for his, his development and uh, – yeah, obviously, um, yeah, I think he had a, yeah, a solid game, but um, certainly one that will be important for his development going forward. Yeah, I think with him, it's just, we've just got to keep pumping games into him and he's just got to avoid injury. Um, mm. You know, that's a, a big thing with him. Um, yeah, he, he's quite, he's got a lot of agility for a big man, mate, and um, mm. sometimes that gets you to land the wrong way and um, that can bring upon injury. So, um, yeah, every game he gets through, even if he's not dominant, uh, that he gets through without injury is always a blessing. And mm-hmm. yeah, he's going to get better and better as a, you know, as years go on. And uh, he gets that continuity of playing footy. But as we see, at his best, he, he's a very good tap ruckman. Uh, and he generates some nice, early, uh, easy ball out of the centre. So, yeah, he'll, he'll get better as the years go on, mate. Um, obviously, Darcy Parrish... Um, yeah, I found votes for him, mate. A bit, 
you know, he had to, uh, you know, 17 kicks and 17 handballs. So, um, you know, and I said, look, the, the six tackles and the six marks, um, his, his work rate's right up there. Yeah. Um, wasn't damaging um, all the time, but certainly set up a, a few forward uh, thrusts. Yeah, he, like he did. Um, had a goal assist there, which was good. Uh, eight clearances. Um, I think potentially it's just one of those games where because he got most of his ball in and under, um, you know, he didn't stand out as much, um, you know, at least for me. Like, obviously, his effort was definitely there. You saw him all around the, the ground, um, you know, running for options and all the rest of it. Uh, I just didn't think he was as damaging as uh, it could be. And I thought, um, yeah, there were... There were big moments where other guys uh, sort of stood up. Not to say that Darcy didn't, um, but, um, you know, certainly in a game where yeah, kicking for goal was pretty atrocious, uh, those goal kickers obviously uh, stood out uh, to me. But obviously another really solid game from Darcy. Um, you know, I think he's really working at uh, how to break. He, not that he got a tag in this game, but when uh, when they play defensive roles on him, um, it's obviously something to get used to. And, he obviously done enough to, to get enough of the footy, um, but I guess it's just, uh, yeah, going that extra extra level now and uh, becoming really damaging with it. Um, obviously a bit hard when your forward line isn't isn't firing, but um, nah, obviously another solid game from from Darcy, so loving his work. Yeah, now um, Dev Smith, mate, he really struggled, I, I felt, um, especially even to find the footy in the first parts of the game. And, um, yeah, he... <laughs> He's always a bit lippy, mate. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he's trying to work hard at that, I'm, I'm told. But, uh, yeah, he, it's like uh, he's got that uh, white white fever, um, white line fever, sorry. Uh, yeah, so he, um, like I said, he kicked that nice goal, the snap. Uh, missed one he probably should have kicked, you know, 35 metres out. Mm. Um, but, yeah, he's just not finding the footy, mate. He only had the six disposals, four kicks, two ambles. Uh, two marks and um, three tackles. So, yeah, he's definitely underperforming. Um, and, yeah, I'm just not sure how we get the best out of him, to be honest. Yeah, I think like he'll, he'll have a good game every now and then. But, um, yeah, there's been some pretty lull periods in between. Um, so, yeah, I'm not sure um, where he's at at the moment with the body and whatever. Hopefully, um, you know, potentially at the end of the season we'll find out. Uh, yeah, maybe he's carrying something that um, yeah the club's not letting us know about, or because um, certainly on on output, um, you know, there's, he's not uh, delivering what we know he's capable of. Um, so, and hopefully, he can recover from whatever's going on. Um, but in any case, uh, we certainly need more from him. Uh, he did have sco- four score involvements, which is good, but not allowed else uh, from that. Had three tackles. Um, but very little impact otherwise apart from um, that goal and, and the missed one. So uh, we all know he's capable of much more. Um, so, uh, yeah, hopefully uh, can regain some form soon. And, uh, yeah, if we do make finals, though, uh, you know, his form will certainly be important to us as it will for, for all 22 to take the park. So, um, yeah, let's, let's wish he uh, improves uh, throughout the season. Well, the club must have some confidence in him because, obviously, we signed him up, signed him up for another two years. Um, so they mustn't be concerned about a long-term uh, progress with those knees. You know, we know he had surgery on those. 
but he's a shadow of the player that was the best and fairest winner, mate. Uh, mm-hmm. He just can't um, replicate anywhere near that kind of uh, input. But, um, yeah, let's hope he, you know, he, he just finds a spot because I, I just don't know. He, he just seems in and out of game. So, um, yeah, let's hope for Dev's sake he can, uh, you know, get a bit more consistent with his performance. Um, of course, Zach Merritt. You know, 39 disposals, mate, so he had no problems finding the footy. Uh, a lot more handballs than kicks, 25 handballs, in fact. So uh, that just goes to show that he uh, um, was was always uh, congested when he had the footy. He had no free run at it, but, um, yeah, he still found so much of the footy, it was hard to ignore him. Yeah, it was, mate. Um, I mean, I obviously found boats for him, so not much more I can add uh, regarding his performance. I thought he was uh, really good on the day. And, uh, yeah, he's just been so consistent all season. So, yeah, love your work, Zach. Yeah, all right. Now, Marty Gleeson, mate, he gets a game um, registered to his tally, uh, but he was not required, um, which is thankful, actually, because it uh, seems like every week we're picking up an injury here and there, and at least when we, you know, we lost Langford last week. And mm. I was glad we didn't add another one to that. So, uh, yeah, Marty had to sit on the sidelines. Um the next player, Tom Cutler, he's uh, found a spot, mate. Uh, they seem to play more of a halfback flanker uh, on the mm. night, on the day. Sorry, yeah, they did, um, and it's sort of funny because he, I, like, looking at his disposals, like he had nineteen disposals on the day. Certainly, I did see him getting a little bit of the footy. I didn't think he'd have had that much of it, um, but you know, it wasn't that convincing to me with his use of the footy. Um, you know, certainly. Playing that halfback role, you'd hope he'd be able to use his run, uh, come up the ground a bit, but only managed the uh, 250 metres gained for it. Um, and, you know, that mark, well, where he should have taken a mark from uh, Dyson Heppel and it was just slapped out of his hands. Um, yeah, you'd sort of hope he'd have a little bit more game awareness uh, to be able to uh, take those ones. Uh, obviously, it's hard when the players come from up behind you, but. Um, yeah, I, th- I think, you know, while he, uh, I know, he, he, I guess he played a role for us um, and there's, yeah, I guess limited uh, blokes who could actually come in and, and fill that sort of spot. I'm not sure how much he added uh, to the side uh, against the Ruse. Uh, that's just my look at it because, um, you know, he laid a couple of tackles. Uh, one of them was good off the halfback and one a free there. Um, actually had... Uh, you know, four intercept possessions, which uh, you know sort of surprises me, as well as seven contested um, possessions and three score involvements. Um, but um, I guess to me, just watching the game, I didn't think he had a, a huge impact. But that might, that might just be my bias, mate. How did you read it? Yeah, I actually thought he didn't do too badly, to be honest. Um, you know, we kind of bemoaned some of his performances when he's been in the senior side, but. Mm. Um, considering last week's effort was really good, uh, I thought it was pleasing that he played two games in a row where he had a bit more impact than um, just sitting on the side. Like, you know, sometimes he's just content not being uh, around the physicality of the ball. Um, so he certainly put himself in spots, um, you know, all right, he only had the two tackles, but, I mean, he seemed a little bit more accountable and he'll have to be playing, you know, on that half-back flank or, or there'll be some easy goals going the other way. So... I think the club sees a player there, mate, and they, they're not ready to stamp his papers, so to speak. 
Uh, I think they want to see what what they can get out of him. Um, so he's got some opportunity before uh, decisions made on his career, and uh, I guess his efforts going to uh, decide um, whether he gets another contract. Uh, Nick Cox, mate, I, I thought he got a little bit of the footy, um, just the six kicks uh, and the nine handballs. Um, Again, we've kind of been saying, is he too tired? Does he need a break? Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I think uh, it's right. Just make him work through this period. Um, you know, resting players, uh, you know, well, it sounds like a, a good thing to do. Uh, they also lose that experience of working their way through mm. form slumps and so forth. But I'm not saying he's had a form slump by any stretch of the imagination being a first-year player. But, uh yeah, you know, obviously a bit of time's been put into him. They see that he's got these unique skills and uh you know, you know, being with his height and that, they I'm sure clubs are trying to stifle his uh impact. But yeah, I thought it was uh quite a serviceable game without standing out. Yeah, look, I'd agree. It, it's almost a bit of a, a sort of almost game, uh, is how I, I saw it. There were, there were parts of the game where you thought, oh geez, it could get dangerous here, but uh he just didn't pull the trigger. On some options, like there was uh, a part in the, I think it might have been the second quarter where he potentially could have had a shot on goal, but he was a bit too generous and decided to try and share it around. And in the end, the ball just got sort of ran out of play and didn't end up scoring from that one. Um, and then uh, a couple on the wing there where, um, you know, he, he's pumped it in long and uh, it looks like he's a good kick, but um, I guess when, um, when we don't get the... Uh, the full, uh, I suppose, benefits because our forward line isn't uh, going super well. Like if he if he pumps it in long and we get a goal out of it, all of a sudden he looks pretty good. But if he pumps it in and it just gets uh, thrown out, all that play gets almost forgotten as soon as it started. So, um, like that's not obviously piling it on Nick Cox, but that's just saying like when when I look at people's impact on the game, I think he almost could have had a, a real good impact for us. So, um, you know, he, he's obviously working hard, um, like, you know, with his contested ball, like he's, he got uh, three clearances, which is uh, just fantastic work and, and actually had five contested possessions, which is uh, pretty good with uh, five score involvement. So he's definitely trying to get involved in the game and um, yeah, doing a fair job of it. But uh, as you say, mate, it's just that working through when things aren't all going your way. Uh, and certainly with another, what, six, seven-day break coming up, um, he's got opportunity now to now back this performance up um, and, and try a few more things, hopefully get a bit more dangerous. But no, I still think he had a, a fairly solid game for us. Now, now Jordan Ridley, uh, game we found votes for him, mate. He, um, you know, very reliable down there. Uh, you know, he's got a... Um, Nice kick on him, you know, as you said, mate, kicking at over 90%, uh, which we come to, accust- to be accustomed to. Mm. Um, yeah, really good player. and you know, Really, really uh, for a player, how many games he's played, uh, yeah, he's he's a blue chip investment, mate. Absolutely, mate. Uh, it's just so reliable down there. Uh, obviously, gave, I gave him uh, second best on. So not much more from me, but uh, nah, just... Fantastic to see him now back in full flight. Jaden Laverde, I thought he had a, uh, I think defensively he did okay, but yeah, it was certainly wasn't a, a good game for him with ball in hand. 
Mm. Um, only the three kicks, six handballs and three marks. So, yeah, we've seen him being a really high uh, rate intercepting mark. Mm -hmm. uh, it wasn't that kind of game for him on the day. And, um, yeah, I thought uh, <laughs> he's a bit lippy with his teammates after he made that blue. Like, um, <laughs> he's certainly don't, trying to deflect his own problems, uh, <laughs> snapping at his teammates, mate. But, um, yeah, like I said, uh, he's had such a great year. Um yeah, I can forgive him for an off game. And I thought, you know, this wasn't one of his better ones. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, you know, it's not like he was poor uh, by any stretch of the imagination. Yes, he had a couple of clangers, but, um, you know, if that's the, the worst you get out of it, um, you know, you, uh, you've done okay for looking at the season he's had so far. Still stood up, you know, took a few big marks. Um, interestingly, minus nine metres gained from Lav. So, uh yeah, not his um, yeah, not his most prolific game, um, but you know, uh, you'll you'll have these games every now and then. So um, yeah, good. Our, our back six were good enough at the end of the day, and uh, yeah, certainly he'll he'll bounce back from that. Uh, Archie Perkins, um, yeah, I think he, he was uh, he looked a little bit sore at the end of the game, mate. I saw him on the bench. Um, and yeah, he had a bit of a grimace on him just uh, walking around, and that could have just been uh, soreness throughout the game. But I just hope it wasn't an injury. You know, um, we haven't heard anything out of the club. But um, I was just, uh, I thought early in the game, you know, he was very exciting. You know, mm. you know kicked that nice goal, um, then, you know, went for a couple of big marks. Um, and, yeah, you know, yes, he had that turnover kick, but uh, he was trying to do the right thing for the club, trying to get an attack going forward. So I could forgive him for that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I just hope he's not injured because, uh, as I said before, mate, he looked very sore after the game. Yeah, well, well uh, touch wood and anything else I can get my hands on to make sure he's not injured, mate. But uh, <laughs> I guess we'll see what happens when uh, when we hear the, the report from the club. Um but yeah, kicked a nice goal, done a couple of nice things. So, um, so while it wasn't his most prolific game, I thought he'd done enough to um, to show um, just those signs that Jesus is such a really good player here. You know, if he'd have taken that screamer uh, down the forward line, there it would have been huge. Uh, you know, if he kicked that goal from forty, all of a sudden he's kicked two goals for the game, and you think, yeah, that's pretty good from a uh, from a forward. So, um, there's plenty of plenty of good signs from. Uh, from Perkins, uh, I'm I'm really enjoying the way he attacks the footy and uh, tries to stay involved in the game. No, he's not getting heaps of it at the moment, but uh, you can just see it'll come, uh, you know, with a bit more development. So uh, I thought he played another serviceable game. Player who's developing down back is uh, James Stewart, and I thought he had a pretty decent game. Right, he had the only 13 disposals. Not that you mark your defenders by disposals, but. Yeah, he had nine kicks, four handballs, but more importantly, mate, eight marks, and he's pretty reliable there. Yeah, he is. Um, yeah, and and that's that's what you want. I mean, while he's not doing anything that that makes you go, "Wow, that's that's amazing," kind of thing. Like he's he's doing enough to, um, yeah, like obviously uh, one hold his spot, but um, hold that uh, sort of key defensive role um, yeah, for the bombers there, because certainly our tall back stocks are. Uh, highly depleted so um he's really you know been forced into a role that uh, at the start of the season would have been very unfamiliar with and uh he, i think he's making a, a good fist of it mate so um yeah another solid game from stewart yeah, nick hyde um 
Yeah, he again racked up 21 disposals, 15 kicks, six handballs, six marks, just a one tackle. But, um, you know, he, his uh, speed is always uh, a good thing of his that he has. Um, I didn't think he was, uh, you know, a standout. Uh, obviously, none of us put him in the votes, but uh, certainly nice having him out there. And he actually, I was looking at his disposal efficiency, mate, 86%, uh, which is pretty high. So um, they're usually pretty short kicks that he likes to you know, put out in front of uh, yeah, his, his players. But, um, yeah, I, I just thought he played a pretty good game and uh, a pretty consistent game for, by his level. Yeah, no, but like he's he's doing everything you want from him. Um, you know, he's pretty good defensively, but when he puts on that burst of speed and goes for a couple of runs, which he did on this game, you know, when he went down the wing there, or again when he went through the middle of the ground, um, it's just so exciting to see. And then he's he's able to like steady a bit, use a bit of poise to deliver it nicely to a to a forward. Um, and yeah, they're they're the, they're the rare occasion where a forward just seem to gobble him up because he just kicks him. Uh, so nicely in there. So, no, I thought he had a um, yeah really solid game. Uh, yeah, had six, seven score involvements, uh, which is pretty good off your halfback flank, mate. Yeah, so, no, um, very good. Uh, no, yeah, three hundred sixty-six meters gained. Um, yeah, certainly not nearly his highest, but uh, yeah, certainly still a very good um, good effort on the night. And no, just loving his work. Yeah, no. Um... Two Peter Peter. I'll just make sure I get that right. <laughs> well, two leader Peter. Um, yeah, very, uh, very good game. Uh, you know, kicked the three goals and they were really, really needed um, every one of those. Uh, so, yeah, I thought he played a very good game. We obviously both gave him votes. Um, and, yeah, he's staying in the contest, which, uh, yeah, it was a criticism of his, especially at Gold Coast Suns. And, uh, yeah, He's uh, been a, a very good acquisition. He was never going to be a, a Joe Danaher type of player. Like we, you know, we weren't expecting him to uh, replicate what Joe offered. Um, otherwise, we would have been waiting for five or six behinds. Yeah. But um, <laughs> but uh, no, um, I, I thought he's been very serviceable, uh, a good second rough option, and uh, you know, to add you know two or three goals is always going to be uh, a very good day in the office. Yeah, absolutely. Um... Yeah, we both uh, sang his praises before. Uh, just great work um, from him. Like those seven big marks were super important, and he does it both ends, ends of the ground. He's not a he's not a one trick pony. Um, you know, he doesn't mind doing the uh, defensive stuff as well, which uh, really helps out our backs there. So, um, no, I thought he had another really solid game for us. So, um, no, he's putting together you know a fairly solid season after um, you know he has been quite quiet towards the, the you know, his, his beginning with the Essendon Football Club, but now it's like he's found his place and, uh, yeah, I think he's playing a good role for us. Uh, Dyson Havel, mate, uh, you found a vote for him. Uh, the only reason I, I didn't, like, I thought he played a really good captain's game, to be honest, but, um, yeah, just a, a few clangers, mate, um, mm. pretty costly. Um, and, and, you know, Dyson's the first to admit sometimes he, he does do that, um, but uh, he's a very good captain, mate, because he'll always put his body on the line. Uh, we saw him go back, kick a captain's goal you know, when, when it was much needed, uh, set up a couple more forward attacks as well. Mm. So, yeah, I thought it was a pretty good game by Dyson. Um, just I probably marked him down a little bit with a couple of those uh, costly clangers. Yeah, that's a that's a fair point. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, for mine, he, he stood up in the big moments and uh, while there was a couple of clangers, you just know he was doing everything he could to get the Bombers over the line and uh, we did that in the end. So, no, I thought it was a really important game uh, from him, just steadied the ship, um, you know, down back, but even got involved up forward. So uh, I thought it was a, a really good game from Hep and, um, yeah, good to see his leadership out there. And the man of the moment, Jake Stringer. Um, 20, you know, those four goals, mate, were, uh, you know, match winners in the end. Um, and, yeah, he's – what a season he's put together. You know, he had that injury concern earlier in the year. But um, when he came back from that, he hasn't looked back, mate. And mm. he's he's one of the most imposing players in the AFL. And, um, yeah, obviously he's not – at Dustin Martin's level, but he's the kind of player that has that kind of impact when he's on. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, in the middle of the ground, up forward, um, you know, it was even even glimpses there where he went down back to help out. Um, so, I, no, I think he um, had a really good game, uh, plenty of impact. Um, obviously, we uh, both gave him best on, so it's a fantastic game from Jake Stringer. Yeah, now, Kyle Hooker, um yeah, you know, he's found the, you know, these last few games, probably the last six or seven games, mate, pretty pretty hard going after starting the season pretty well. Mm. But I thought this was one of his better ones in the last few weeks because some of the games he's just been almost, you know, you hardly notice he's on the ground. Like I thought he's a bit more involved in this game. Um, he had the 12 disposals, eight kicks, four handballs, six marks, five tackles, mate. And that was the most pleasing thing for me defensively. Uh, you can see he's working really hard at that side of his game. Uh, kicked the goal, uh, a couple of behinds. You probably want to make more of that. But that goal was very handy and uh, it was a really nice kick. Yeah, it was beautiful kick the goal. Uh, if only you could, yeah, bottle that up and, and keep it for every time. But, uh, no, look, he, um, yeah, he played a good role for us on the day. And taking those six marks, that uh, it gives me um, yeah, a lot of hope that, you know, he's... He's battled through some uh, some form difficulties and uh, kept presenting and uh, got a bit of reward with you know, finding a bit more of the footy. <clears throat> but absolutely right, mate. Five tackles, uh, absolutely fantastic um, you know, for the big bloke. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, to kick that goal and could have kicked a couple more, but um, overall I thought it was a, yeah, a much improved game from Kale Hooker and uh, hopefully he takes that form into the next five games of the season. Uh, Mason Redmond, I thought he had a pretty good game, mate. He's pretty reliable um, on the halfback flank and always puts his body on the line. Uh, had the 20 disposals, nine kicks, 11 handballs, uh, four marks and three tackles. Uh, yeah, like, Again, I, I thought he, he was a pretty serviceable player on the day. Yeah, he was, mate. Uh, actually had seven score involvements as well, along with uh, three intercept possessions and um, you know, he used the ball fairly well, uh, went at 85%, um, but actually had three frees paid against him. So uh, wasn't a, a friend of the umpires on the day. But um, no, look, I, I thought he played a, a really good uh, defensive role for us. And uh, yeah, he's, uh, yeah it's, it's just great to see, you know, after last year where he, he was just a shadow of the player he was. Um, now he's, he's found that confidence again and uh, yeah, played, played his... Uh, yeah, role for the side, which is really pleasing to see. Braden Ham got a reprieve after the uh, injury news on Harry Jones, which was a bit disappointing, mate. Um, 
you know, I know Harry hasn't been getting a whole heap of the footy. Uh, he's been averaging about five disposals a game. But, I mean, with the taller players, it usually does take them some time. But to see he's got a foot injury, mate, uh, that was a bit disappointing. But uh, Braden Ham was the man that they recalled. And, um, yeah, he works hard. Like, you can see... He's a really hard worker, hard runner. He's getting better at the physical side of the game, which has long been a, a bit of a bone of contention in his game. But we saw him out mark Robbie Tar- uh, Tarrant, of all people, mate, um, for a shot on goal. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, he kicked that nice goal when he put on the afterburners. Um, but, uh, yeah, he probably didn't get a lot of the footy. And sometimes his kicking can be just... Uh, Hit and hope, if you know what I mean, mate. So, mm. um, I think, yeah, we're just going to keep pumping games into him uh, where we can. Um, I think we need to pick his opponent sometimes, uh, especially if you're playing against the big body sides like Richmond and Geelong, probably not the game that you want to play him on. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, like, yeah, 15 disposals, eight kicks, seven ambles, four marks, and one tackle, but more importantly, one goal. Yeah, and it was a and it was a really important goal as well. Um, so look, uh, yeah, we've we've sort of said it all season. He, he's a really good runner. I think he has the potential to use the ball really well. It's just that composure. So yeah, potentially um, pumping games into him will um, really help with that. On the day, like it wasn't just his goal. He actually had two goal assists as well. So look, potentially he's uh, he's uh, been told to work on that area with his ball use and. Uh, yeah, if he doesn't think he can kick it, find someone in a better position. So, uh, uh, look, you know, a, like a, a very solid game, uh, you'd have to say. Um, but we just want to see more consistency, uh, yeah, in terms of uh, like his his ability to show up week in week out um, with a with a good level level of output. So, um, hopefully, he can bank that one and uh, keep progressing from there. But um, yeah, solid game from. Braden Ham, and hopefully you can, uh, yeah, take it up to the the Giants next week. Yeah. Um, now, Mac Welty, I thought he actually played a really serviceable game, mate. He tried mm. his efforts are fantastic, and he's a real effort based player. Yeah. Um, yeah, he doesn't do flashy things very often. Um, but I can live with that, mate. You need those one percent players sometimes, and he's a real one percenter. Yeah. Um, there's still rumours, mate, that he's is looking at going back home to Perth eventually. Um, so, you know, it'd be a bit sad to see him go if, if that's the case. But um, he looks like he's invested in the footy club, mate. So there must be some hope that he's going to stay. Um, he's had nine kicks, eight handballs, eight marks and three tackles. But uh, sometimes the stats don't show your um, your effort. Mm-hmm. And, you know, every time he's on screen, mate, he was busting a gut. Yeah, absolutely. He's... Uh... He's just one of those guys who uh, sort of you know, bleeds, you know, for the side and you know, does whatever he can to get us going. And like, not only kick that really nice goal, that snap uh, that he would put through, but actually had three goal assists, which was uh, fantastic uh, for him. So, um, yeah, and to go along with that, like the like to take eight marks across the ground, um, just shows he's working so hard because he's he's obviously not the tallest bloke going around. Um, but uh, just presenting all game and took eight, uh, actually made um, uh, eight sort of score involvements, which is fantastic, uh, and had four contested possessions and actually used the ball fairly well, went at 82%, um, which, you know, that is an area of his game um, 
that you know, he's been much sort of maligned on. Um, so it's great to see he's uh, cleaning up on that. As you say, mate, um, you know, he's the Prince of Perth and, you know, maybe he does want to go back there at one stage. But, um, look, he's he's given so much to the Essendon Football Club. I'd, I'd love to see him stick around because, um, you know, we all love those those players that, um, you know, just do the tough stuff uh, for the side. So, in any case, he's uh, played a really solid game for us and played a great, great role. So, good work, Mark Welfie. Yeah. Now, Will Snelling... Uh... We, we talked about that miss that we would have hoped he would have kicked um, after receiving the ball from Waterman. Um, but, yeah, he he's always seems to find the footy, this bloke. He's had 22 disposals. Uh, and I think this is where we miss him sometimes, mate. Eight kicks, 14 handballs. So mm. he's a very much a handball player, um, even though he's got such a nice kick, which is strange at times. But I think it's because he wins the footy in congestion um, and, and often has to quickly fire it out to get it out of the congestion. So um, only a couple of tackles, but five marks. And, yeah, yeah I thought, yeah, he, he was pretty serviceable, mate. He always uh, works hard. And as I said, he had 91% disposal efficiency. So uh, he's pretty good at uh, once he gets the ball, he usually hits the target. Yeah, he does. And we seem to be using a bit of a link player, uh, you know, certainly off that half-back line. Uh, yeah, we sort of get into his hands to then move it on to someone else. And uh, that seemed to be the role he was playing for the side, uh, just from mine. Uh, but what I loved about it was um, even uses a link player. Um, he actually had nine score involvements, which is fantastic. Um, so, uh, yeah, and for such a, you know, he's not a, he's not a huge bloke. Um, actually had four contested possessions as well. So, he, um, yeah, he just fights all game. I thought he had a really solid... So the game for us and was pretty important. A couple of passes, a um, bit of composure, a bit of clean ball use, um, yeah, to keep keep the ball in our hands. So, um, nah, really solid game from Wilson Alley. Uh, the debutant, mate, Sam Durham. Um, yeah, we we both said that uh, he really caught our eye um, entering the side for the first time. Um, he only had the 11 disposals. I'm going to say only. That's quite a serviceable game for a first gamer. Mm. But, I mean, um, yeah, he had seven kicks, four handballs, five marks. So he certainly knew how to, uh, his work rate was up. Mm. Uh, a lot of those uncontested. But uh, we saw that big mark at the, you know, almost at the top of the square and we would have loved to have gone back and kicked that one. But, um, yeah, I, I thought he was quite an exciting player. And, again, you could just see the effort in the guy like he was, Right, working so hard, he's you know, he looks like he's a, a fair athlete, mate. And, um, yeah, I think there's a certainly, uh, you know, chance to put some more development into this kid, and uh, he could be a real bonus for us, absolutely, mate. Uh, I think there's a real player there just with the, the sort of gut running, the um, ability to find space, and um, yeah, just throw himself at the contest. Uh, it was really promising to see, uh, especially from his first game. Uh, I just love how humble he is, um, you know, thanking not only Seymour, but, you know, Richmond Footy Club for giving him his chance in the VFL and obviously getting picked up by Essendon. So um, uh, great work from Sam Durham. So looking forward to many, many more games from him, mate. And uh, Anthony McDonald, Tim Woody, had a bit of a mare, mate. Um, it was a tough game for him. Uh, the Ruse, like he's... He's haunted the Roos the last few games we've played mm. against him. I, I know he got three goals last time and that, they were all pretty late. So they'd done a pretty good job on him last game as well, but he still ended up with three goals. But this one, um, yeah, just he could hardly find the footy, mate. He looked a bit sore at times throughout the game. 
uh, landed awkwardly, uh, just a one behind uh, where he looked like he was going to kick one. Um, just the five disposals, four kicks, one handball, two marks, two tackles. Um, yeah, let's hope he's not injured, um, but he was well beaten on the day. Yeah, he was, and uh, you know you'll you'll take that because he's he's had a fairly consistent season for us. So um, yeah, I'm sure he'll only get better from there. Um, yeah, the, the pleasing thing was he he wasn't completely out of the game. Uh, there was that nice bit of pressure which uh, eventuated in uh, yeah Stringer getting the goal because he um, the defender basically packed himself and just kicked it out and ended up in Ham's lap and he got it to Stringer. So um, it's those. Uh, yeah, pressure plays that uh, John Tipple is really well known for. Uh, and while they only got the two tackles on the day, I'm sure he uh, made his presence felt out there for a few of uh, the North defenders. So, look, not his greatest game for us, but uh, no, nah, certainly he'll uh, he'll improve from that. Yeah, and lastly, mate, uh, Alec Waterman, um, mate, he's, he's got to make the most of his opportunities, I think. And uh, yeah, he hasn't hit the scoreboard. He's had nine disposals, three kicks, six handballs, one mark, and a couple of tackles. So, um, to me, he could be uh, – he needs to make himself a bit more uh, – his presence felt a bit more. Um, he's certainly not a lock to hold his spot. Uh, I think the coaches like having that bigger body down there, and, mm. and I do too. I think he would be a good player, but um, – whether it's confidence or not, I think he's just got to try and hit the scoreboard more. Uh, and and even if he's going to miss, I'd rather him have the mindset and going back and every time I get a chance to have a go for goal, I'm, I'm going to take it. Um, and, you know, just to, to make himself that more valuable. But yeah, it was a pretty tough day for him. And, you know, I, I just think that uh, he's a bit, he's wasting his talent. Like we, don't, we do know he's coming from a fair way back, mate. He's had, a uh, number of you know, injuries for, of, you know, through that chronic fatigue and, and so forth. So, uh, you know, I'm sure AFL land is a lot tougher than being in um, Subiaco, I think he was playing for previously. Yep. So, um, and they'll be managing his fatigue and so forth. But the club's invested a lot of uh, time into him in the senior side. So uh, let's hope that he gets some confidence and, and becomes a little bit more reliable um, and especially with his mindset, he's just got to make try and make every post a winner. Yeah, absolutely, mate. I, I agree with all that. Um, yeah, I think you know we're obviously backing him in to play a role for us in the side. Uh, he's not doing himself or the or the side any favours really by um, you know not taking shots at goal and you know, being a bit gun shy because you know your your forwards are there to kick goals, mate. And um, you know even if he's missing missing shots, I'd much prefer he, he take them um, because like Michael Jordan said, mate, uh, you miss every shot you don't take. So um, <laughs> to, I mean, he's wearing the 4-5, mate. So yeah. um, <laughs> no, nah, but yeah. um, no, nah, like I think he's he's got the potential to be up to the level. Obviously that's been uh, you know, recognised. He's been given a, a contract to go into next year. Um, so hopefully a big pre-season awaits him um, where he'll be able to work on that confidence, work on his fitness base and everything like that to come up to the level. But, um, yeah, for the rest of the season, uh, he's just got to back himself from now. And I know that's easier said than done. But, uh, yeah, look, um, I guess 
you know, it's it's on him. Um, you know, he's he's worked hard for his shot. Uh, he's got his shot, so um, he's got to make sure he he takes it. Yeah, well, mate, we got through that. Um, as I said, the last two games, even though we've won, um, they haven't been the prettiest handed of games. Um, but yeah, you know, you're always pretty happy when we win. Um, but uh, yeah, look, we're going to have to play some better footy with upcoming games against GWS, Sydney. Western Bulldogs, Gold Coast, and Collingwood. So, um, yeah, I, I think I've worked it out, mate. If results went to plan, we'd have to win at least three of those yep. um, to have any chance. And and to lock it in, you need to win four. So I think we all agree the Bulldogs game is definitely the hardest of all those, but the Swans are in pretty good form as well. So um, we certainly really make this uh, next game against the GWS a real eight-point game, as you said earlier, mate. Um, I think, you know, that'll be a long way deciding whether we uh, move on to a potentially a final series. Absolutely, mate. So let's uh, let's hope we bring it right up to him and uh, get the four points uh, up in Queensland. Yeah. And let's hope uh, we can finally uh, maybe get out of this lockdown, which um, obviously... Was been extended in Melbourne um, today, mate. Uh, we're not one hundred percent sure how much longer it's going to be, um, but it, uh, it's uh, been a challenging time again uh, with COVID nineteen. Um, and I just hope that one day, mate, we can uh, be free of this bloody thing and we can, yeah, you know, get life back to normal. Absolutely, mate. Uh, now it's affected us all in different ways. So um, now, look, as long as everyone's safe and looking after themselves. I guess that's the main important thing for now, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's not easy, but uh, yeah, hopefully we can all get through it together. Yeah, well, thanks everyone for listening. Uh, we've had some really good responses uh, the last couple of weeks, so thankful for that. Um, yeah, if you ever want to reach out, uh, you can usually find us on the, uh, you know, all our different social media platforms, mate. Have you got those... You reel them off better than yeah, me sometimes. So, uh, our Twitter feed, so at DonsCastPod. Uh, you can find us there or um, you know, straight to our email, so DonsCastPod at gmail.com. Uh, pass through any feedback you got for us, good, bad, indifferent. Uh, we'd love to hear it all because, uh, you know, if, if we're boring you to tears with some stuff, um, you know, you don't know what you don't know. Um, or if you like some stuff, it'd be great to hear as well so we can uh, we can work more on that. But, uh now, thanks everyone for listening. It's fantastic to, um, I mean, just for us to talk footy and um, hopefully some some of you are getting some enjoyment out of it. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, for us, it's just uh, great to see the Bombers playing uh, some decent footy again. Yep. All right. Well, thanks again for listening. And until next time, go Bombers. Go Dons. <laughs>